Hello everyone and welcome to What the Hall. I am Maria and I am here alone because you are joining for Tea Time with Maria. Um, please bear with me. I am just getting over a pretty yucky bout of COVID. <laughs> so it has been a long week. Um, we are in Christmas in July still and I thought it would be fun to do something that had like an air of mystery to it, but still a Christmas movie. So I discussed it with Cassie, what we should do, and we came up with talking about the Christmas ring. Now, before we get into it, I will admit it is not my favorite movie, and so this episode might be quite short because getting through this movie was like trying to pull my each individual strand of hair from my head. It was a lot. Um, of my final thoughts, I do not think it's a big time mystery movie. Uh, not like Aurora Tea Garden. There's no death or dying in it, but there is a mystery to it. Uh, but it was fun to solve. I pretty much figured it out immediately. It's because of my A++ sleuthing skills. <laughs> so I start off, um, I, I said, I'm going to try the Christmas ring again. Last time I watched it, I made it about 20 minutes in and I stopped because it was just, it's not great, but I, it's gotta happen. I need a Christmas mystery and they don't make any for Aurora Tea Garden, which is so weird. So we open in on a lovely Christmas setting, beautiful snowy town, definitely different than Lawrenceton, but <laughs> again, I cannot compare because this is just a regular Hallmark movie, not Hallmark movies and mysteries. Kendra is the main girl, the main guy, his name is Michael. She is in journalism, she is not a librarian, but she is a writer, and all this time for years, she has been searching for her mother's uh, engagement ring that has been missing, but instead finds a mystery ring at an antique shop. And there's an inscription on this ring from 1948, and she's going to follow the story there. And uh, I just, I couldn't remember where it went from there. Because like I said, I made it about 20 minutes in last year. Or when did it come out? 2020? Whenever it came out, I tried it and not a big fan. Cassie, same way. She was not a big fan. Difficult for us. Um, but... <laughs> so she's gonna try to track down with this ring from there is a jeweler's insignia on the ring so she's going to start there and it takes her to a small town but before doing so she talks to her boss and her boss is not good at her job like I just she doesn't want human interest pieces and she's just in it for monetary gain and like pointless content it's very like 
Bud BuzzFeed-esque, if you ask me. So she goes to this little town called Pine Grove, where the jeweler is from, and learns that the jeweler has closed, but is owned still by the family, and uh, it's not a jewelry store, it's a bakery. Um, and she... <laughs> she speaks with this person, uh, but I'm going to assume that the person that owns the bakery is much younger than the person that owned the jewelry store, and they are no longer alive, but they do have the ledger on hand. And I said, I feel like Cassie and I know don't like their chemistry, like this girl and this guy, their chemistry is just kind of eh. So the diamond ring was purchased by a William Jones for his fiance, well, to be fiance, Pearl, and both of them are subsequently dead. So they, this gentleman at the bakery does say he does have family and tells her where to go and it's this guy that she met out front and asked where the jewelry store was and he's like there's not a jewelry store and she's like but this is where the address is and he's like well that's not what it is and I'm like all right so whatever so I'm going to do my this is what I usually do with my Aurora Tea Gardens is here's my first working theory um I think that they bought the ring and misplaced it from the family and were never able to find it or um that's why like michael never knew about the ring but also he was not alive in 1948 so he wouldn't have known about it i don't know so Pearl and her husband met at the Christmas festival dance in 1947, and no one had saw that they, that no one had saw Pearl wear the ring that they can remember. Uh, they can't really remember her having it. Uh, but William Jones proposed to Pearl. On the 24th of 1948. But it was that ring. So she, she is bound and determined to find this ring. Well, as it turns out, Michael's brother, Scott, who runs the general store that is still in their family... His wife is the editor of the Pine Grove Gazette, and she invites Kendra to come and look through all the microfilm starting in, you know, 1947 from there on out. And she goes, and Kendra finds a photo of Pearl and William's wedding announcement or I'm sorry nope their engagement announcement and she has the ring on in the picture and it still somehow had to end up in Boston um and they are wondering if someone like broke into the house and that's what I was like no probably not that's too salacious for this type of movie 
and she's still trying to get this boss of hers to like be on board with her writing this human interest piece and once Linda finds out that Michael is this like semi-famous architect who was broken up with by his girlfriend she then takes interest in the story which is just crappy like I don't know at least like with Aurora Aida is sometimes a helicopter mom this Linda just is a crummy lady like clearly only has dollar signs in her eyeballs um and he's super leery oh my gosh I'm gonna cough I'm sorry <coughs> oh I'm so sorry Michael is super leery about hanging out or answering questions from Kendra, which I would be too, not understanding, like, what she is after. But she has made it this entire time known that there is one thing and one thing only that she is after, the mystery of this ring. And then... My second working theory starting here is I know that it's difficult <laughs> to get through this story, but I stand by the fact that I do believe that she sold the ring for a purpose. Um, and Trisha and Scott, <laughs> they do believe, oh, now I've lost my spot. I'm sorry. Uh, Trisha and Scott actually believe that she does have all the right intentions for the ring and is not just some gossip mag writer. They want Michael to understand that Kendra clearly has the family's best interest at heart. I mean, look at all the things that she has done. She goes all the way to Pine Grove and tries to figure out this story I think a gossip columnist would have been like there to not ask questions about the his grandparents that's all she's doing is asking questions about the grandparents to literally anybody that will answer and he's like oh you are really just asking questions about my grandparents uh, one thing about Pine Grove, though, is it does kind of give Lawrenceton vibes from Aurora, but there's definitely uh, the mystery here in comparison to Aurora, just two different ends of the spectrum. Michael invites Kendra over to look at some of his grandmother's um, things and I it's a very nice olive branch and we learn that Michael and Scott's parents passed away when they were younger and so they ended up living with Pearl uh, as her husband died when the when the boys were also quite young so they spent many I mean they were raised by her they spent many years in this home and so you would think they would have noticed this ring but had she sold it like I know she did they would have 
noticed it. And I like that Michael was honest with Kendra about he was at his job for years and finally was just like, you know what? I'm done with this and quit. And she said, well, that sounds freeing. And I'm just like, girl, doesn't this sound like your job? You hate it so much. Just quit already. And it just makes me laugh that that he's like, yeah, I, I was so tired of it. Six years and I'm done. And I'm like, yes, Kendra, you can do it too. So they find some papers in the attic, Kendra and Michael do, and there's pay stubs and a deed for the land and all kinds of really interesting stuff in this box, which I think is great that Kendra kind of led him to going through this stuff to have to open and look at. And um, it looks like Michael and Pearl were from very different sides of the proverbial train track. And I say proverbial because Michael actually worked for the railway and Pearl was some sort of um, debutante or came from money. And I bet she gave up her life of money to be with the man who makes very little but makes her happy. So here is my theory thus far. So this is my third working theory. Pearl meets William in 1947. They fall in love. She tells her parents what he does. They're not impressed with him, that he is not of the upper echelon, and he works his buns off to buy this engagement ring. And they have a dream to have a general store. They can't afford the general store. So she ends up selling the ring off to be able to pay for it. And then they have their dream. Um, and that's why uh, there is like a gap in the pay stubs. There's uh just there's like a small gap it's she said is what Kendra said that there was a gap where he was working and then he stopped working and then he went back so it seems like they needed money obviously the brothers decide that they're going to sell the general store which i just think is a terrible idea and i said i know it's they're not going to end up selling cuz it's a Hallmark movie <laughs> Like, they're always so, um, predictable. That's what we like about them. There's nothing bad ever happens. Everything good always happens. So, it seems like Michael and Kendra were right, and the parents really didn't like William, because they found a letter from William to the jeweler that he needed his engagement ring right away so he could propose to his b beloved before she is sent off to St. Louis. Um, and I think that's beautiful. He was like, 
I'm not going to lose her. I'm going to get her engaged right away and asked her to get married on Christmas Eve. I'm sorry, I keep yawning too. I have been just so tired, you guys. This COVID is not a joke. <laughs> I do like that Trish and Kendra work together on this story. It makes it feel like they really do truly care about their journalistic integrity, which makes me see that they are the right type of journalists. And then you look at her boss, who is just a terrible journalist. And I know she's an editor, so maybe she's not been in the writing game for a while. But my goodness, like, you could be a little better. So Kendra is thinking that there was maybe a loan that needed to be paid back and wants to do some digging into that. Uh, and they, they, they're sitting, Kendra and Michael are sitting together and they both kind of have this like light bulb moment and it's funny because, oh geez, sorry. It wouldn't be a podcast with me if there wasn't random noise. So they kind of have this like serendipitous moment where they're like light bulb, but really the timer dings. It's quite funny. And so in 1954, there is a picture that someone has brought to this cookie exchange where Pearl does not have the ring on. So... Therefore, we can infer that she had the ring from at least 48 to 53, which is a five-year span, and when they broke ground on the general store. So, five years would have been the correct time for a loan to come, to, to come due. And if you're place is not doing so well and you don't have the income and you can't pay that loan and you defer or you furlough to the bank, they can take your business away. You can lose everything. So in 1954, this picture, she doesn't have her ring. I assume that that's when she went and sold it. Michael saying he doesn't want to sell the store really brings it close that he and his brother have gotten closer uh, and that maybe it's not the worst decision to be able to keep the store running. And I just think, why would you want to sell something that's been in your family for so long? You know, you've been a part of this. Your grandmother clearly did the right thing in trying to help her husband, but it's crazy to me that people are so willing. I mean, unless the, the upkeep of it is so difficult or you are so far behind on stuff, but this is already paid for. Everything is paid for. It's not like you are swimming in debt. I would assume not. 
So Kendra does the right thing as a journalist and asks Michael if she could use his name in the story. And she said, if you don't want me to, I don't have to. And he said, well, my name is like Michael Jones. How many can there be? I'm sure there's a million Michael Joneses. So (laughs) I just know it's going to go awry from there because her boss is literally the worst. So they decide to look into a ring buyer because they checked with the gentleman who owns the bakery to see if they bought the jewelry back. And he said that his uncle, uh, I think who owned the business, was not in the business of buying his own jewelry back. Which, I mean, that's smart. That's just that's just good business, honestly. <laughs> so they go to this place and this girl um FaceTimes her family member to see about this ring and he is like I can't believe you found it. He said, I never thought that anybody would find that ring. And he tells us our theory, which is, well, my theory, which was right, that she sold it to keep the business afloat. And when she came back to buy it, it was gone. And um, it's amazing to me that it made it all the way to... Boston. I mean, I, I'm i sure Pine Grove is not a real place in Massachusetts, but Massachusetts isn't extremely huge. So for it to go from Boston or from one small little village to Boston is pretty interesting. I mean, it could have made it all its way to Chicago or I mean, it could have been anywhere, honestly. So Kendra's boss is like, I need this story now. And she writes the story. And (laughs) just Linda sucks as an editor. And I'm just going to keep saying that because she wants some like crappy, juicy story about Michael and not about the ring and that's the point is the mystery of the ring how did this ring come to boston who did it belong to who was the christmas love in 1948 and she is just like i want ad space and i just want the money it makes me mad so she runs the story but it's not hers. She, Linda churches it up and makes it really a bad piece about Michael. And he sees it and he's like, I can't believe you lied to me. And, and, um, Kendra's like, I, I didn't do that. That wasn't me, but he won't believe her. She calls, Kendra calls Trish with the pine cone gazette whatever it's called 
and she writes a story, the actual story about the Christmas ring, and Trish runs it as the front page piece for the paper, and, uh, bless her heart, um, Kendra quits her job. She goes in right before Christmas and quits her job, and, uh, she writes this beautiful piece, gets together in the end with Michael, they kiss. I forget to tell you guys that she did do the right thing and she gave the ring back to Michael after um, figuring out, like, the story of it. So, um, yes, that was that. Not a big mystery. I mean, I had, what, two or three solid theories, but uh, I don't know. I feel bad. Like, this wasn't a good one. It's not a great movie. I fast-forwarded through some of the just, like, the stupid cookie montage. Not my favorite. Some of the montages of cookies and stuff are funny, but this one was just not for me. Um, next month, we'll get back to our regular programming. We've got, like I said, I think 10 more episodes of Aurora Tea Garden left that we will be able to do, and then we will decide from there where we are going. Um, honestly, I think it would be fun to maybe do the Good Witch movies, because those have an air of mystery to them. Also, I just love the Good Witch. <laughs> kind of how I started with Aurora Tea Garden. I just love Candace Cameron Bure, so I wanted to do something that incorporated her. Um, thanks for sticking around. Be sure to check us out on Twitter. I am M-K-A-T What The Hall. Cassie is C-A-S-S What The Hall. Uh, I've been trying to be a little more up on it, but like I said, this COVID has really knocked me down. Um, this one movie, I would not watch it again. I mean, I've already watched it 1.25 times, and that was enough for me. <laughs> and I know Cassie felt the same way, and I'm apologizing if anybody really loves this movie. Remember, these are our opinions, and that's just what those are. Well, we hope to finish out Christmas in July with a, a Big Bang. We are going to do an older movie instead of one of the brand new ones. So we are deciding that and we will see you all. See you all. I do this every time. Talk to you all next week. Thanks. Bye.